CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston, a radio.com station. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. It's Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Happy Saturday, Danielle. Happy Saturday, my friend. We are now in week two of Houston Restaurant Weeks, and we are really excited to talk about that today with Katie Stone, who's going to be coming on the show a little bit later with us. She's going to give y'all some of her top picks and best places to check out if you've never experienced Houston Restaurant Weeks before. But Danielle, you're all about Houston Restaurant Weeks. Oh, I love it. I think it's a great time to obviously support the food bank, but get a good meal for your dollar. Yes, Houston Restaurant Weeks is such an exciting time in Houston, and we are going to get into all of it. But first, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Hangry Houstonian and I, we like to give you your date night spots to open up the show because we hope you're going on dates. We're supporting your love life from afar, maybe living vicariously through you. Socially distant dates, right? Is that yeah, a thing? Yeah, socially distant. I mean, wear a Is mask, a wear a face. Ooh, good question. If you're going on a socially distant date, do you do your whole makeup or like just your <laughs> just your eyes? That's a bad question to ask me because I'm not sure if I... Uh, can you ask the guy, Um, did you get a rapid test before our date? <laughs> can I see your test results before you come and pick me up? <laughs> did you get tested? We need to make sure before we be in a six foot radius. I always want guys to be super positive around me, but this time I really want them to be negative. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) Hopefully you're meeting someone who is tested negative already for COVID. If you're going on a socially distant date, we have the best date night spots in Houston, a new date night spot every week. And we have three to give you today. So Danielle, our very first date night spot of the week is Nobies. Nobies is located in the Montrose area. Okay. I like Montrose. Yeah. So it's going to, Montrose has a vibe of being kind of like quirky, kind of like fun and funky and Nobis is a perfect representation of that. Yeah. It used to be somebody's home and now it is a restaurant. I think it is such a great date night spot because it's warm, it's cozy, it's intimate. You walk in and because it was a house, it has that like intimate, cozy atmosphere to yeah. it. You walk in, there's a bar area so you can like grab a cocktail and then there's just small, intimate rooms. Really, really nice. Guys, this would be a really great date night spot to pick because unlike most restaurants that you go to where it's just a really big room that you're all sitting in, sometimes you're a little too close and you can hear other people's conversations. This one has the feeling that you're at home, which is what you want when you go on a date, right? Sometimes you think about restaurants and they become so corporate, right? Like you think of these big steakhouses, right? And it just becomes so corporate and higher up. Whereas a restaurant like this is owned by a husband and wife. And it's cozy. And that makes it cozy. I know I've said that multiple times now, but it really is. It has that intimate feel to it because That's it is so a husband and wife team. Okay, this restaurant is like, you know how everyone has that dream of you walk into a restaurant and they already know your name and they know your order and it's ready for you? This is like that pick that everyone should have is to walk into this restaurant. Honey, I'm home. And the husband and wife just already have the food ready for you. Yeah, it's a perfect neighborhood restaurant as well. Okay, so we already know that it's run by like the cutest husband and wife team ever. It's a little cozy house, but what does the food look like? What are some of your favorite things? Some of my favorite things on the menu, they have great breads, but one of their breads is called the dilly bread and it is like a pickled bread. Oh, it's so good. It comes in a cast iron skillet. And if you like pickled flavor, it has a nice pickle to it. Pro tip, 
if you're planning on kissing your date at the end of the night, bring some breath mints because that is going to be one stanky encounter. But that sounds really good. Okay. It's not overpowering. The pickling is not overpowering. It's really good. One of their most popular dishes is a pasta dish. It's a bolognese. It's called the Nono's pasta. Mm-hmm. Homemade pasta, bolognese. So, so good. They also have a braised beef tortellini. It's mm-hmm. the Come At Me Brodo. They have some really fun, funky names. They also have like octopus on the menu. They have some really cool and like intricate dishes. I love places like that when they have fun names on the menu for date nights because it gives you something to laugh at. It kind of breaks the ice for you. Yeah, this place is not your average just like corporate restaurant where there's like chicken parm on the menu and you know exactly what you're getting. With this, it's going to be funky, cool elements and twists to the recipes that keep you excited and keep the conversation going through the date. If you're foodies and you want to talk about the food, throughout the date, I think that's a great spot. This is a cute spot to go to. Okay, our second date night spot, Danielle, is... We're going to the Heights. We're going to Field and Tides. I love Field and Tides. Great date night spot. Also, a great brunch spot. Fun fact, I decided to start Hangry Houstonian at Field and Tides after having brunch there because I got a really good picture and I wanted to tell... My friends about the great brunch I had at Field and Tides. But yes, also a great date night spot. Now back up. That was oh. like too big. Oh, of a sorry. Story. Sorry. Oh my God. She's like, this is where I decided my life's calling. But let me just tell you yeah. about the pasta. It's just a like. I like it. No, this is like such a big moment. Why haven't we talked about this sooner? Okay. Oh, I'm sweating. So this is where you decided that you wanted to start Hanger Houstonian. Hanger Houstonian is Danielle's amazing Instagram page. If you haven't checked out her handle yet, you have to do it. It's just, it's filled with so many fun colors and it's almost like a bucket list slash menu of all the things and the places and the food you need to try in Houston. So seriously, tell me about this moment. When was the aha? What were you eating? What did, what did you smell? What was the weather like? <laughs> It was a hash. It was a sweet potato hash that had like brisket with potatoes. Oh, it was so good and had like an egg on top. And I remember thinking like, this is so photogenic. Like I need to take a picture of it and other people need to know about it. So I posted it on my personal page. And then I thought, you know what? I don't necessarily want to be the person that posts food pictures on their personal page. So then, then comes Hangry Estonian. What a magical moment. Okay. There must be something magical about this place. If you're a big fan of Danielle's page and you want to see where it all started and where she got the spark, or maybe you have a date that you're really interested in and you want the magic to spark with them, this is the place to go. Yeah, I love it because when you walk in, it's like painted white and blue, which I just love that it's like crisp, clean colors, tons of windows, very airy and light, bright. They also have antler chandeliers, which I think is really cool and kind of like almost has like a little bit of a rustic vibe to it, but also like still intimate. And yeah, I just if I open up a restaurant, I'd probably have the same sort of like interior design that it has. So it sounds really cute. So what's the food like there? What kind of food do they serve? So think about the name, right? Field and Tides. So tons of seafood, seafood food heavy for sure. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things on the, the menu is going to be their crab and brie dip with garlic bread. This is so good. I actually have some pictures of my favorite menu items on my Instagram account. Crab and brie dip is something that I think is divine. Great appetizer to start with. It comes with garlic bread. Also their snapper with a Dijon vinaigrette. So good. If you're not really into snapper, they also have like pork chops and yard bird. Ah, now you're talking my language, Danielle. Yes. So they have some poultry and some other meats and stuff. But if you love seafood and you're in the Heights, great, great option. Okay. Okay. What's our third spot this week? Our third spot's going to be one of your favorites, Jesse. We're going to Abuzi. 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 (laughs) 
This one you actually recommended to me to go uh, for brunch one day. And I was so surprised by what the interior looks like. It's not what you'd expect with the name. It's not. You walk in and you see the ceiling. It has basically like bubbles (laughs) hanging from the ceiling that are glass. So like almost magical when you walk in there. It's so cute. It's so, so cute. And they don't have like, I feel like most restaurants have more of the muted colors, but they have like blues and oranges. It looks very nautical. They have a whole wall of wine. It's just, it's a really fun place to be. If I was to describe a boozy, it's a French champagne bar. So it's really nice to have like a really cool interior vibe with yeah. it. What are some of your favorites on the menu, Danielle? If you're taking a date there, what's something fun to order? Some of my favorite food there, they have a watermelon and tuna appetizer. Mm. So good. And it's just really light and refreshing because when I think of a boozy, it's a place like I want to go drink. I want to go have cocktails. I want to go have, you know, do a brunch or, you know, date night spot. Like I know that I'm going to be spending the majority of my calories on alcohol. So I don't want to have like super heavy food. And that's what I like about a boozy. Their bottle prices are actually really, really good. Yeah. I think the food prices are a little bit higher, but it's because their bottle prices are honestly really reasonable. So I think that they're, you know, subsidizing with, you know, making the food prices a little bit higher. They also have so many cocktail options. It's almost like a little bit overwhelming. You're not going just to order a glass of wine. You want to try all these different cocktails that they have to offer, which doesn't leave much room for food. And last time I went, they actually had their menu for the cocktails on an iPad because there were so many options and they just, you know, disinfect them because of COVID after each person uses them. I'm not kidding when I say There was pages of cocktails and all of them looked so good. I almost took an Uber home. I was like, okay, if I order this cocktail, but I also want this cocktail, I'm going to need to get an Uber. (laughs) So also a fun fact at a boozy, if you ask the server, I'm not sure if they do this anymore, but they used to for sure. You could ask them to savor a champagne bottle. So they would allow you to go outside. (gasps) They would allow you to take a saber and pop open the champagne bottle and you know just just like an activity it just makes it so much more fun and I love when the waiters walk around and what do they say when they walk around they open up a new bottle of champagne what do they say oh booze and it's like it's so fun and then everybody gets in on it and so you know then the table next to you is like kind of tipsy and you know they see that you're opening a new bottle of booze and and then it's like all together like so fun if you go on a date there and your date didn't do that I would be exactly yeah then you're making friends with the other tables so then you know if like your date is cool or not if he's screaming a boozy you know you got a winner you got a winner (laughs) now i know y'all are so excited about houston restaurant weeks and hearing all the good picks this year we are gonna have katie stone on the show coming up after the break she is the daughter of cleverly stone who started houston restaurant weeks and we're gonna get her exclusive top picks for 2020 right here on i'm sorry for what i said when i was hangry from date night to must-try restaurants, it's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. We want to give a huge welcome to Katie Stone for coming on the show this week to talk to us about Houston Restaurant Weeks. Katie, thanks for coming on with us. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. It's so nice to meet you both yes. uh, over the phone. Yeah, we're all meeting socially distant this uh, this time. Hopefully soon we'll be able to get together and bump elbows or something. Yeah. Yes, for sure. We've got to go out and have a nice HRW lunch or dinner. 
<laughs> now, for those of you who may not know about the beginnings of Houston Restaurant Week, it was actually started by Katie's mother, Cleverly Stone. I'm sure everyone knows her. You love her. She really laid the groundwork for this amazing fundraiser. She had a vision to help Houstonians experience this amazing food while also feeding the less fortunate. And, you know, we're so appreciative and grateful that we still have Houston Restaurant Weeks and are able to participate in something so cool. Yeah, it's quite an event. It grew. I don't really think anybody really anticipated it growing, you know, from its beginnings in 2003 to, you know, where we are now, more than 44 million meals and $17 million in cash (laughs) donations to the Houston Food Bank, which is the largest food bank in the country. And I believe in the world, actually, too. But yeah, it truly was a labor of love. As you know, as everyone knows, she started it in 2003 as a way to help the restaurant industry here in Houston during the month of August. August was traditionally a very slow period of the year for restaurants. It's uh, back to school time. It's kind of end of summer. You know, people are getting ready to go back to school and getting ready to go back to work. And so it was just a tough time. And so that's why she started it. And over the past 17 years, the month of August went from being last to first in, uh, you know, profitable months in in Houston. And, you know, that's that's kind of a big deal, I think, when you think about, you know, how big of a city Houston is. And just when you say it, it's one thing. But, you know, when you see it and when you feel the effects of it and when you understand how far reaching those tentacles of goodwill and it's just really magnificent. So for people who are new to Houston or have never experienced Houston Restaurant Week before, can you give us a rundown about how this works? Sure. So Houston Restaurant Weeks is an event where restaurants around town offer brunch, lunch, and dinner, three or four course prefix meals. And the idea is for the meal to be a value meal for the customer, meaning that, you know, they can walk into the restaurant and for $35, they can get a fantastic, you know, three course meal. They can try a restaurant that they may have not been to before for whatever reason. Maybe it's a little bit far away or, or maybe it's a different kind of food. And so the idea that the restaurants can create kind of a nice little menu that showcases their food while providing the value for the customer. At the same time, the charity element. So there typically is 3 5 and $7 donated from each meal wow. to the Houston Food Bank. And that was the beneficiary that my mother chose, you know, back in 2003, obviously largest food bank in Houston, largest food bank in the country. They are responsible for feeding many, many people. And so it was the perfect fit. And that, you know, really does so much good all the way around because not only are you giving these restaurants in August business that they so desperately need, you are also generating an extremely important source of cash revenue for the Houston Food Bank. And, you know, right now with COVID, the Houston Food Bank is at an all-time high as far as need. On a normal basis, they service about 1.1 million people here in Houston. Right now, they're at about 2.75 million. And, you know, that's a big jump. Now, Katie, as someone who knows Houston Restaurant Weeks in and out, can you give us, like, just for us, for our listeners, what are your top three picks of must-try places this year? Oh, boy. Well, you know, there's some new places. So Mastro's is a new one, a steakhouse. I'm not a big steak eater, but Mastro's is obviously just a very recognizable name here in Houston, very well-respected. 
And so I'm really excited about that. I'm also excited about Nobu. Uh, mm. They are also first-time participants, and as are all the saltgrass locations. So, you know, that's also kind of, you know, the cool thing for this year, if there's got to be some silver linings, is that we are seeing a bunch of new restaurants that traditionally weren't in the event in the past. And, you know, now everybody is, you know, adjusting and and, uh, doing what they need to do for their employees and uh, to stay in business. And so we've been able to get a lot new restaurants this year, which uh, is just great for the diners, obviously. Oh, my God, that's amazing. And that's like a restaurant for me anyways. When I think of places like Nobu, if I'm going to plan a night out to a fancier restaurant, I have to save for that. That's a really special night out. So now is really the time to go check out these amazing restaurants that you might not get to go to on a regular Tuesday evening. Do it during Houston restaurant weeks. Exactly right. And that really kind of is the heart and soul of the event, really, you know, is being able to try one of those new restaurants that you, you know, like you said, may have not tried them before. Maybe you didn't think about trying them before for whatever reason. But like you said, you know, Houston restaurant weeks is the perfect opportunity. Why not try, you know, a new spot and also at the same time know that you're feeding families. And also just in COVID too, these restaurants staying open here in Houston is kind of a big deal. I mean, I heard from so many restaurants, they were packed. There was even, you know, restaurants that were telling their PR people to take their social media posts down because they couldn't take any more orders and they couldn't take any more brunches. Like there were like some places that had, you know, whatever, like 40 reservations and then they would get like, you know, 160 people would show up, you know. Good. We're closing them out. Danielle, what did you say last week? You're like, we're eating for Jesus. Yeah, we're going to eat for Jesus. We're going to do, you know, it's such a good thing with giving back to the food bank that we're eating for Jesus in a good sense. Yes. She said that during last week's episode and I just about lost it. We're eating for a good cause. Absolutely. Just really nice to be able to take out, do good, dine out, do good while helping the Houston Food Bank in the time of uh, excessive need for them. Yeah. Now, you guys are really on top of making sure that everyone is staying safe this year by adding to-go options on your website because of the pandemic, right? Absolutely. In the past, HRW has not been a to-go or delivery curbside event. However, this year, things are a lot different, as you know. (laughs) Makes changes. Exactly. And, you know, the nice thing, too, is it has also allowed a lot of the restaurants to open up their patio dining. And a lot of people do enjoy patio dining, even though it is quite hot outside. You know, there are a lot of customers that are just choosing to not dine in right now. And so this allows them to not only either take out their food or they can dine out on the patios. It's a tough time for everybody. It's The restaurants are, are struggling, but I think we have a really good month to look forward to. And based on the numbers over this past weekend, I am just so encouraged that this will provide a much needed boost in revenue for Houston. So Jesse and I are millennials and we love technology. So we noticed that y'all have an app, right? Yes, there is an app in the Apple store that should be updated by now. I was actually using it the other day. I mean, I love technology. So for me, having this app has been so user friendly. We went to brunch at Maison Pucha the other day and it was so nice to be able to go look at the menu before and see what I was going to pick each course, which was really, really nice. I mean, I thought it was extremely user-friendly. I've actually posted it on my stories and had a lot of my followers say, oh my gosh, I didn't realize there was an app. So they're really appreciative of the app as well. I think for it to be at your fingertips and it to be an app, not just like a website where you have to, you know, type in the address and stuff. If people want to continuously go to different restaurants to have it at your fingertips, it's such a good idea. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad that it's 
helpful for you. And, and absolutely, yeah, anything that we can do to make this more fun and easier for everyone, we, we definitely want to do. Katie, obviously no one knows your mom better than you being her daughter. What was the legacy that your mom was hoping to leave behind with Houston Restaurant Weeks? Because obviously no one had any idea what 2020 would hold and 2020 would bring with this pandemic. And it's obvious that you've done a fantastic job of keeping it going, keeping that legacy alive. What was her vision for this Houston Restaurant Weeks? Well, her vision for Houston Restaurant Weeks is and has always been to feed Houstonians. You know, that is the reason why she started this event. And I really can't think of a better way or a more proper way to honor her and her legacy and everything that she created here in Houston than to just do everything that I can to ensure that that work continues. And so I am very fortunate to have her inner circle, her her left and right hands, so to speak, working with me. You know, they've been working with her for many, many years. These are people who have known me since I was a kid, basically running around here in Houston. (laughs) These are people who knew my mother's standards and knew the ups and the downs over the past two decades that she went through as far as running this event and, uh, you know, knew all of the kinks that eventually emerge and the solutions. And so it's very, very, very helpful to have these people in my inner circle and they all know and know so well, you know, her heart and why she did this and why she basically gave her life to, to do this. And because they knew how passionate she was and how she absolutely just could not understand how people in Houston go hungry in a city that is just so international and just really, really had a hard time understanding that there was that there were hunger needs here in Houston. And she, you know, did everything she could to fight that. And I will do the same. Well, Katie, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us about Cleverly, about Houston Restaurant Weeks. We're excited to check out all of your favorite picks this year. So make sure if you're listening, you write those down. We'll give you the addresses at the end of the episode. Make sure you download the app. It's so user-friendly. If you're feeling nervous about COVID, there's to-go options. There's so many ways to get involved and help. Yeah, thank you guys so much. It was great talking to you. And um, I really, really hope that we can get out and get out to a, a nice breezy patio at yes, some point. And then something with some misters or uh, <laughs> something like that. And yeah, absolutely. Really appreciate you guys and uh, look forward to meeting you in person soon. Thank you, Katie. Coming up after the break, even though bars might be closed down right now, Danielle and I have still found the perfect places for you to spend your weekend on Bayou Bar Hopping. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. It's Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois back for our fourth episode. We're here every Saturday and it's so easy to listen. If you have a smart device, you don't even have to leave your bed. All you have to do is say, Alexa, turn on CBS Sports Radio 650 on radio.com, please. Because, you know, quarantine. So one of the only reasons we're leaving our houses these days is for good food which is why we're here. We're here to help you live your best foodie lives and discover all of the amazing food in Houston, which is also one of the many reasons I love to follow Danielle on Instagram at Hangry Houstonian because she always posts about these little hidden gems around Houston that you would never know about unless you follow her or you are subscribed to I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. So Danielle, 
Our Houston hidden gem of this week is something that we've been really excited to talk about. Our hidden gem of the week is going to be Michael's Cookie Jar in West U. And we're super excited because Tuesday was National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. So Michael himself gave us some chocolate chip cookies to try. And he even put, Danielle, you put it on your Instagram story, I believe, right? Yeah. Okay. Michael made these cookies that spell out the word hangry. So so sweet. So we got to eat them. It was so good, but it really is kind of hidden. It is. It's a hidden gym, but it's by like TJ Maxx and Marshalls. So it is in that shopping center. So it's a little bit hidden in the shopping center off of West Layen Street. So I've actually been to this Joanne Fabrics that's in that little shopping center so many times. And I never even realized that there was a building kind of, it's to the right if you're looking at the shopping center and it's hidden back a little bit. So when I first pulled in, it took me a second to realize that it was in that second building to the right and back. And it's one of those things where had I not known exactly where it was, it probably would have taken me a little bit longer to find. Yeah, I think that like people in the neighborhood, like they know about this place. Uh Houstonians kind of know about it. So unless you either know about it or you hear about it from us, then you won't really know about it. I mean, these cookies, Danielle, were so good. And this is one of those bakeries that when you walk into it, you can immediately smell how good, not just the cookie are going to taste, but the ingredients that they How use. How fresh it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you got to watch the people making the cookies in the background too. That's always so much fun to bring right? my kids in there to see that kind of stuff. So their cookies are individually $2.95. They weigh three ounces each. These mm. are not just like, you know, a quick eat cookie. Like this is a meal and a half kind of thing. The sampler pack of six cookies is $14.95 and that's a combination of six different cookies that they have. Mm, so the you week. get like a little bit of variety and seriously when she says three ounces when we opened up the actual like package that the cookies came in we were both like oh they thick like these are thick thick c c c like three c's thick thick. yeah that's how thick these cookies are and they had so many different options like danielle read off the list of all the cookies we got to try they have a pecan praline chocolate chip cookie a black forest chocolate chip a mint chocolate chip rocky road chocolate chip salty pretzel chocolate chip which Mm. was actually Actually, the fan favorite. Mm. And then also a white Russian chocolate chip cookie. Okay, so the pretzel one, Michael was telling us, is actually like a little competition that he had going on. And that one was the winner that his bakers decided that they wanted to try. We tried that one first and it was delicious. It was sprinkled in sea salt. And I love when something that's sweet is sprinkled with salt. It just like makes it even more sweet. So good. Now, when you walk in, you can see that they have a lot of different options. It's not just those, I mean, those cookies are thick, but you can get the ones that are decorated. They even had Corona inspired cookies. Yeah, they had Corona. They had Astros. They have all kinds of fun and funky cookies. Just a, you know, a little bit of happy during this time. It looks like they even have cookie cakes, which would be a really fun thing to do if you have a birthday coming up. Absolutely. A, a birthday or any sort of celebration, anniversary, or if you know somebody that's in the medical industry, a little bit of a happy to send it to somebody like that right now would make a world of a difference. Okay. So if you know what shopping center we're talking about, if you're a 
girl like us. And so you go by, oh, the TJ Maxx and the Joanne Fabrics. I know exactly where that is. If not, we have all the addresses for you to put into your Google Maps. Coming up next, so make sure you get a pen, a piece of paper, or the notes open on your phone, whatever you use. But first, we can't let you go without planning a night out for you. We know that not all bars are open right now, but there are some really cool places that serve alcohol for you to go out and have a good time with your friends. And when this quarantine is finished, you are gonna have all the best spots in the notes on your phone to hit up with your friends. They're all gonna be asking you where we're going out for the bars tonight. So by you bar hopping this week, Danielle, where are we having? So we have three really fun spots that I'm excited to talk about. These are places that you're not necessarily just gonna drink at. You're gonna have awesome activities and they're open right now during COVID. Okay, here we are. First one, Buffalo Brewery. Now this place actually has three different floors. The first floor they have their brewery and it's really cool because they're brewing their own beer right there in front of you. You see these big tanks and you're drinking their product. Second floor is going to be their restaurant, which is actually really good bar food. They have more upscale bar food. And then their third floor is going to be their observation deck, which looks out to downtown Houston. And it is so, so cool to see that view. Like the skyline, that view is amazing. Okay. So I actually just went here last weekend. I put a picture of it up on my Instagram at jessiewatt965, where you can see outlooking the second floor. Third floor, I mean, you got to get there when it opens because this is a really, really popular spot. Now, as someone who doesn't necessarily love beer, if I'm going out, I'd probably get more of a mixed drink. They had so many options at this place. I found one that I liked. Keep in mind, I never ever drink beer. I mean, they had seltzers, they had like a creamsicle beer. So I ended up trying the dreamsicle beer. And then I also had the white Raz, which was really good if you're someone who doesn't necessarily love the taste of beer like me. I love that. They also have a really cool beer. It's called Mexican chocolate. Oh, super rich, super deep in flavor. Really, really good if you like dark beer. No, they don't just have beer though. Like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go to a brewery, you're gonna be drinking that much beer. They have to have some food on the menu too. Yes, they also have food. One of my favorite things they have on their menu is this fried vegetable dish, which is kind of you're thinking like Danielle, you're picking a fried vegetable dish, but I had it one of the first times that I went, and you don't know exactly which vegetable is in <laughs> that fried piece, and it's almost like a roulette where you're just like, I'm just gonna pick and like you know, okay. I, I like this one. Let me see if I can get it again. But you don't know exactly what that fried piece holds. It's a guessing game. It's a game. guessing game. And then you put a piece of fried kale in your body and you're like, my body is a temple. I am so healthy as you're drinking your beer. As you're drinking your beer and you're eating fried food. But yeah. it's a vegetable. So it like balances it out. Yeah. Your body's like, oh, thank you. I've never, I've never had kale before. Yeah. <laughs> but they also have quesadillas. They have really good pizzas. Their pizza dough is actually really, really good. I remember eating it and thinking, oh, Oh my gosh, like I'm at a brewery eating this pizza that's actually really solid. Yeah, this is really a fun place to be on the weekends and also just a great spot to take a picture. Okay, the night goes on though. We're not at Buffalo Brewing Company anymore. Where do we end up? So Loft 18 is a newer spot in Houston and I think it's a great option for a date night spot or just hanging out with friends. It's a place where you can play simulated golf, which makes it a fun activity you can do with friends. It's kind of like top golf, but inside. So top off with AC, which is, mm. I'm a fan favorite of anything with AC. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I think it's a really good idea. It's in Sawyer Heights. And they also have a pretty large food and drink menu. I mean, it's an elevated cocktail and bar menu, but it definitely makes it fun because it has the golf experience to it. If there's anything you'll learn about Danielle through the show, it's that she loves places with fun things to do in them, which is awesome. Like you're not just going for the food experience. You're not just going for the bar experience. There's usually some sort of game involved, a topic of conversation with your friends or your date in this place is like top 10. I will say make a reservation because I tried to go last weekend and they were totally booked, especially because of COVID. Everything like that books up really fast. So you have to make a reservation for a place like that. Yeah, I think because it's one of the only places that is a fun spot to be at right now during COVID. And since they offer alcohol and food, people want to go and something to do. (laughs) Yeah. People want to go and be there in that atmosphere. You're like, oh, it's not my living room. I will be there. Absolutely. Friday night, Saturday night. Yeah. Do a Sunday night too. That's fine. AC and golf count me in. (laughs) What's the third spot on our Bayou Bar hopping this week? Our third spot is going to be present company in Montrose. We love, we love present company. We love a good Instagram worthy spot. There's so many different walls and murals inside and outside of present company. I love just to kind of like walk around and kind of see like what's next. What can I like see next? Where can I get a picture next? Absolutely. So funny story before I actually moved to Houston, cause I am a transplant. My boyfriend Tyler lived here first and I came to visit him one time. He was driving down the road. He's on the phone with his mother. And I was like, pull over. I was like what? Pulled the car over. And I go, what is the name of that bar? I need to write it down and we're going to go tonight. This was like two years ago. We totally went and it was my new favorite bar in Houston. But this just shows you that this place looks so fun. You should be able to see which place is present company before your Google Maps tells you. It stands out as like an adult playground because there's so many colors. There's so many different colors and like things to take pictures of. It makes it so much fun, especially if you're having like a girl's afternoon, a Sunday fun day or Saturday afternoon, like after brunch, like where are we going to go get cocktails? And speaking of cocktails they have amazing cocktails there and they're fun and they're funky they have one drink that i love and this is something that i can kind of just like throw back it is called the stranger danger it has watermelon vodka lime juice honeysuckle liqueur a watermelon kiwi lacroix which i mean who doesn't love lacroix right and then it's topped with Prosecco. How dangerous does that sound? Okay. In the Texas heat, so dangerous and so good. And they serve it in a LaCroix can. In a LaCroix can. It's so Instagram worthy. I love it. It's so cute. It's so cute. But they have so many more options on the menu. What other cocktails do they have? They have one drink. It's called About the Milkman. I have to just mention it. It comes in a little milk jar. It is so (laughs) cute. This is a drink that I probably would not recommend having multiple of them because you might get a little bit crazy, but it looks so So, so good. This is definitely an Instagram worthy spot. You can get your drink. They have a wall of all flowers and greenery and a bunch of light up signs. It's a really cool spot to get a picture with your girlfriends. But it's not just about the cocktails. They also have appetizers, salads, burgers, sandwiches, and pizzas. They have fun things like pork belly bites, green chili mac and cheese. Mm. How good does that sound? I love anything green chili, and I know that you love mac and cheese, so we need to try that. It's her match made in heaven, Danielle. We have to go. What's your favorite thing on the menu that you've tried there? So they have a Mexicana pizza, which has garlic butter, base sauce, chorizo, queso fresco, mozzarella, onions, cilantro, sour cream, and Salsa Verde. I mean, this is flavors that are making your mind go crazy. And I love it. (laughs) 
I love it. All of the locations and the addresses for the amazing places we've been talking about on this episode are coming up after the break, plus a very special cocktail of the week celebrating National Cookie Day. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. Welcome back to I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry with Jesse Wah and Danielle Dubois. We try and give you guys all different options when it comes to recommendations. Danielle is not just our foodie expert on the show with her Instagram page at Hangry Houstonian. She is also an expert where it comes to going out for drinks and even making your own cocktails. Every week we feature a new cocktail on Cocktail of the Week. And if you have one that you like us to try, we would love to feature you on the show. All you have to do is send an idea to Danielle's Hangry Houstonian page on Instagram and we will get to it. Now this week, we decided to do something that aligns with our favorite national holiday, National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day we got to celebrate this week. So Danielle, what cocktail are we going to make this week? We are going to be making a chocolate chip cookie martini. Oh, stop. My mouth is watering. So fun, right? I love like dessert drinks that you can have. Like whether it's a milkshake with booze in it. I've even seen ice cream with booze in it. Yes, something with chocolate that's sweet. I grew up in New Orleans getting this drink called a milk punch. Oh my gosh, it is so rich and so creamy and decadent. And it's such a familiar drink in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you think of New Orleans, hurricane is yes. really popular. But also this milk punch, if you're from New Orleans, like you know about a milk punch. And you it know. is so good and rich and creamy and chocolatey. Oh, it's so good. They actually have it at Britain's here in Houston. Really? Yeah. Okay, so now we're about to make this chocolate chip cookie martini like the drink of Houstonians this week. So something fun to do while you're in quarantine because we know you're not doing anything else besides like building a puzzle because there's nothing else to do. So for this drink, you're going to need dark rum, chocolate liqueur, chocolate milk, chocolate ice cream, and chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) All the choc, choc, chocolate up. Chocolate, 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 and then make an appointment with your dentist and he probably already hates you because this is going to be a lot of sugar. Brush and floss. Yeah, brush and floss, brush and floss. So for this drink, you're going to put chocolate syrup around the edge of the glass and then you're going to muddle the chocolate chip cookies up like to little small little chunks. Add some chocolate ice cream, the cookies, dark rum, chocolate liqueur, and chocolate milk to a blender and combine until it's nice, creamy, and smooth. Ooh, it sounds like a smoothie almost. Oh, yeah. It's going to be nice and frothy and thick, but creamy. Mm. Then decorate the outside of the glass with a little bit of chocolate syrup. Pour the mixture inside and then, you know, make it fun. Garnish it with something cool, like a strawberry or a cherry. A st- like we're healthy. Like we just made a drink with five it's, different chocolate things in it. But add some fruit to it. But we put fruit in it, so it's fine. Life is about balance, okay? You can have all the calories and then just throw a piece of fruit on top of it and that'll solve all your problems. This also sounds like a drink that you could actually make look really nice. Because you know those things on Pinterest where it's like Pinterest versus reality and it looks easy to make. You have really high expectations and then you bomb. But this looks like something you could actually make and it would, I say this and of course now I'm going to make it and it's going to look like trash, but it looks like it'd be pretty easy to do. It looks really easy. Just add it all to a blender and hope for the best. (laughs) Pray, (laughs) blend and pray. (laughs) With that much chocolate, you really can't go wrong. No. If you do try and make this drink, please send it to us either at Hangry Houstonian on Instagram or jessiewatt965. We would love love to see what you come up with and if it looks Pinterest worthy or it probably shouldn't see the light of day, but it tasted good. 
I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Every week we take a deep dive into Danielle's DMs and sometimes it's to laugh about the funny or creepy things that y'all are sending her in those DMs. But sometimes it's just to be helpful. Danielle gets a lot of the same questions that y'all are asking in her DMs. So we want to be as helpful as possible and answer them on the show. So if you also have this question in your head, we can help to answer that for you. So we're here to help you out. Danielle, your most asked question this week was... So I posted about Houston Restaurant Week's app and people were asking about how to utilize it if it was for 2020. They just wanted to know all about it. And I love the app. I think it's so informative and it's just nice to have that at your fingertips. It's actually, it's really smart of them to do this year, especially because of COVID. Obviously this Houston Restaurant Week's is unlike anyone that we've seen before because of the pandemic. And we talked to Katie Stone earlier in the show and she was talking about how they have to-go options, which is not something they normally do for Houston Restaurant Week. So this app is a really good way for you to be able to see menus and kind of decide what you want before you actually get in the building. Yeah, you can look at the menu before you go in to see, you know, which item you're going to choose for each course. It makes it so nice. Right. And when we were talking to Katie, she was saying how the app has kind of been around for a few years, but no one's really been involved in it until the pandemic. Like now that things are getting a little crazy and we have to do the to-go options, we have to make sure we're being safe about it. So this is the year that the app Houston Restaurant Weeks has really blown up. Now, Danielle, where can you find the app? You can find it in just the Apple App Store. You just search Houston Restaurant Weeks with an S, correct? Yes. Okay, super helpful. We really recommend that you download it if you're looking to go out and explore Houston Restaurant Weeks. Like we said, it's not brand new, but because of the pandemic, it's new to us. The app will actually also tell you all about the donations that you're making, how the food that you eat is going to help those in need. If you have more questions about it, please feel free to dive into Danielle's DMs. Slide into my DMs, y'all. Unless you say something creepy and then we'll probably talk about it next week because it's funny. Or you could just see how, you know, weird and funny you could get. And then maybe we'll definitely bring you up on the show next week. (laughs) Challenge accepted, right? Now, speaking of Houston Restaurant Weeks, I know we've all been dying to hear about Danielle's picks and which one she's excited for. I know she has a list on her phone. We're going to really get into that on next week's episode. So if you haven't already clicked the subscribe button on radio.com, make sure you do that when you listen to the podcast so that way you don't miss her picks next week. But we're going to give you a little sneak peek this week because I know, Danielle, you've already checked out a couple places, haven't you? I have checked out a few places. Okay, all we're asking for is a sneak peek. Just one. Give us one. One of the places that I've been to was for brunch with my girlfriends. We went to Maison Pucha. Ooh, that sounds fancy. It is so cute. It is a French Ecuadorian restaurant, and I cannot wait to tell y'all all about it next week. But all I'm saying is check it out. It is 10 out of 10. Super excited for this restaurant. Okay. Awesome. Just, I know I'm really getting ahead of myself and I, I can't stop. I'm getting too into it. Just tell me what they have on the menu. Like what is Ecuadorian food? Lots of seafood ceviches, but then they also have souffles. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, okay. sis. It's definitely a winner. Okay. We'll dive deeper next week. I'm excited. I can't wait to hear about it. 
At the end of the show, we never want to send you guys away without knowing where all of these restaurants are. So now is the time to grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, open the notes on your phone, wherever you remember to actually look at things. We're going to give you the addresses of all of the places we talked about today. Now, while you're grabbing that, don't forget to follow Danielle on Instagram at HangryHoustonian. She posts pictures on her story, on her page, of all of the cool places that we talk about, and myself at JessieWatt965. So our favorite way to open up the show is to talk Talk about the best date night spots to check out in Houston. Danielle, our three date night spots this week were... Nobies, Building Tides, and Abuze. Abuze! Okay, Nobies was first. What's our address for Nobies? 2048 Colquitt Street. Now, remember that Nobies is the place that actually used to be a house. So if you're looking for someplace a little bit warmer, a little cozier, a little more intimate, run by a husband and wife team, this is the place you're going to want to go to take your date. Our next spot is... Field and Tides at 705 East 11th Street in the Heights. And our last date night spot this week? A boozy! It's going to be at 2300 Westheimer. And remember, you're doing something wrong if you're going there on a date and you're not asking to do the wine cork pop. What is it called? It's a saber. Okay, if I go and ask, like, can I do the saber? Will they let me? Or will they be like, no, that chick looks crazy? If if you look intoxicated, they're probably not going to let you have a a knife in your hand and saber a bottle. But if you look like you're sober, good luck. Good luck. Okay, so the key is to ask to do the saber when you first get there, then finish the bottle, and then their team will do the second one, and we'll all shout... Abuse! Precisely. Okay, we're celebrating this week National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, although we've kind of extended it to the entire week. On our Houston Hidden Gems segment this week was... Michael's Cookie Jar at 5330 West Street. Okay, and then we moved right on to our Bayou Bar Hopping, planning an entire night out for you. So many fun places this week to check out and that are actually open for you to go to. Our first spot was Buffalo Brewery at 2101 Summer Street in Sawyer Heights. And then our next one, I believe, was Loft 18. Loft 18 is going to be the cool indoor golf spot at 2313 Edward Street, also in Sawyer Heights. Make a reservation. Okay, present company. Instagram worthy. You're drinking out of a LaCroix can and you're bougie. It's going to be at 1318 Westheimer in Montrose. Boom. Our cocktail of the week this week was a chocolate chip cookie martini. martini. Absolutely amazing. Make sure you check out the Houston Restaurant Week's app so you know exactly where you're going. I can't wait to hear Danielle's picks next week. You guys, make sure to reach out to us on Instagram. Instagram, Danielle at Hangry Houstonian and myself at JessieWatt965. A big thank you to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier. We'll see y'all next week. Cheers, guys. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry with Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Make sure to listen Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio 650, 95.7 HD3 or on the Radio.com app. Download it today.